in San Diego. At the International Comics Expo, Margate 2018. Good morning ladies and gentlemen, I'm Mike Conroy and we're here today to talk about why people move to Fanit and what it has got to do with comics and other stuff. So um, what I'm going to do, because I'm a lazy bastard, is start by asking you each to introduce yourselves and say exactly where you live. I don't mean street number. <laughs> Kirsty. Um, Margate. Yay! Let's keep it short. Um, my name is Rufus. Um, I draw stuff from 2080 amongst uh, other people, and I live in the old town of Margate as well. Uh, I'm Zach Barrier. I am a writer of all sorts of stuff. Uh, I've done some 2080, Marvel, DC, uh, all sorts of things. We'll come back to that. Uh, I live in Clifton, though. Um, my name is Kevin Hopwood, my best known gig is Joyce from I am and Marvel Comics, designed War Machine and Hulkbuster. And I'm a poser, I live in Bromley, so I just come down for the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say anything about making the numbers up. <laughs> right, hi. Um, why, what does this area give to you in terms of uh, inspiration, work ethic, whatever it is? I mean, it's a nice. It's a nice area, it's miles from anywhere, but couldn't you do whatever you do somewhere else? Oh, colorist, it's, it's nice, it's quiet, it's a nice place to be. And if I'm really, really honest, being freelance, you don't want to live in a more expensive area. So it's about money a little bit for you? Yeah, a little bit. And it's, Really nice area. I like it as well. Yeah, a bit okay, let's go to the itinerant. Because you've <laughs> lived everywhere, haven't you? Yes, yes, yes I guess. Um, yeah, um, for me, it's a kind of weird family connection. My, my grandparents lived here, and my mum grew up in Margate, so um, I had a family connection. I'd spend um, every summer of my childhood uh, dumped in Margate with my grandparents, and so my granddad used to buy me commando comics. And so I read my first comic books here in Margate, um, sitting on the Harbour Arm, pretending the Germans were about to invade. So uh, I, I used to go and dig up pieces of metal off the beach and, and just sit there waiting for the U-boats to arrive. Is this part, possibly part of the reason you move, moved to Berlin, to get your own bag? Well, that's okay, yeah. I, I then moved to Germany looking for the U-boats, and I still couldn't find them. Um, well, that's probably because most of it's landlocked. <laughs> Why didn't anyone tell me? I, know, I, was, I was quite surprised when I got there and, and there was no seaside. Um, so, yeah, for myself, moving, uh, for, for me, I, I moved uh, from Berlin back to Margate. It was um, to be closer to friends and family. I've got a lot of friends who moved down here who are artists. And Margate is now becoming a town full of artists. And, and, and it's a really, really fun place to work. And you have a beautiful seaside. And to be honest, the people who, who are, live down here in the town are really friendly. It's a really good place to live. So, uh, I am the classic cliche DFL and lived in Deptford for, well, not that long, but lived in London for 15 years before that. Um, very slow, so got married, started thinking about having a family, my mortgage was appalling, so all of these things that, you know, money and, and all the rest of it are clearly factors here, but uh, 
there was something that slowly itched away at the back of my brain, and it was something to do with, and I don't mean to put this in scary terms, but something to do with mental health, and I, I very slowly realised that um, there's something about a city like London, for a person like me, it's totally not true for everybody, which was converting all my ambition into anxiety. It's that simple. The one became the other. And uh, we kind of discussed it and put it all together and realized that it was probably about time to get out of there. Where should we go? Knew a few people down here. We looked in various different places. It's not like we had a family connection or anything. We just came down and spent a weekend and were kind of immediately smitten. Um, realized we could afford a house rather than you know a shoebox. Uh, and yeah, just have a look back. The ability to walk to the end of our street and go for a walk on the beach. We're the sort of people who kind of enjoy it when it's grey and grim. Go for a nice walk on the beach when it's when it's iron grey at the sea and you can't see the horizon. It just becomes part of the sky. I love all that stuff. Um, so yeah, it's been, uh, I wouldn't say inspirational in the sense that anything of Margate has so far crept into my work, but it's certainly made me a happier, healthier and more productive person. Um, I live in Bromley, so I'm also not from But my wife actually comes from Deal, around the coast, so we do come down quite a lot, we're up down the M20 quite regularly, and I, I do like the area, and uh, couldn't envisage living here, but my, my daughter is starting secondary school, so we're in London for the next few years, but who knows, maybe we'll move down. Join us, one of us. <laughs> so it, it sort of seems to be more about... Um, getting some peace and calm in your lives than getting any kind of uh, creative juices flowing. Um, could you, could, does, does it have to be Margate or could it be, I don't know, Whithorn in Dumfries uh, and Galloway, you know, which is <laughs> on the coast and very, very quiet and, I mean, why Margate? Um, well, Margate's actually a very, very geeky place to be. <laughs> a lot of geek cultures, we've got gaming convention, and a lot of people, sort of like-minded, arty, really excited by this kind of stuff. Whereas we've got other places where the geek culture is dead. So here is, it's really good. So how would you find geek culture in Margate then? Because I've not seen any signs of it outside this last night, mainly by me, that Margate's like a second-hand Brighton. <laughs> Get out. I'd say it's more like a first-hand Brighton. It's, it's like Brighton before Brighton became Brighton. Okay, no, 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 no okay, I'll go along with that. But, uh, and also, of course, Brighton is hugely expensive. So is this, is Margate up and coming for the creative community, just moving it slightly away from comics? Possibly. <laughs> Sorry, can I ask the RTD? So possibly. Not sure, but possibly. Rufus. Um, I, I, I think 
Margaret has had a huge, a huge tradition of um, um, art and artists coming here to, to, to do to do work, and you know, for centuries. Uh, and I think what, what it lends itself to is is the fact that it is, although it's a small town, um, it's a very welcoming place, and uh, anyone who comes down here. You know, if you're here for more than a few weeks, you, you get to know people very quickly, and you very quickly discover that there is actually a very active art scene down here. There's a lot of art studios um, that have been set up, um, especially in Cliftonville, um, and some of them are really quite big. They're in the old warehouse buildings, and so there's huge amounts of um, action people who are actually making their living from art down here. So although walking down North Down Road or up the High Street, it doesn't appear that there's a lot going on. Off all the main streets, there's all of these art studios and kind of communities of people making stuff. Um, there's also things like Transmission Records, uh, which is um, on North Down Road, uh, which has its own record label. And um, they specialize in putting out um, uh, uh, old soundtracks to a lot of uh, like sort of niche films and cult classic films. But they also, Mono, yeah. And they hire a lot of the top comic book artists, people like Jock, Chris Weston, to, to do the artwork for them. So, um, ironically, there's another comic book connection even through the music scene down here. And a lot of record labels have, have come down here and set up shop. So there's, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of music down here. A lot of people come down here to gig as well because we do things like the Winter Gardens. There, there's a couple of other smaller venues. Margate has always had a tradition of like you know rock and roll bands coming down here as well, right back to the 60s, obviously with you know, like the Rolling Stones and Beatles and stuff. And yeah, it's it's a really fun place to live. It, it's it's I think for some, for some people visiting, yeah, they can be a bit snide about it because it, it's not as glamorous as, as other places at, at at first glance. But I think what, what's really nice about it is it's actually got a real soul and it's got a real community and people actually give a shit about each other here. And um, and, and for us living here, that makes all the difference. It's the fact that when you go out in the morning, you can actually talk to people. And for artists and, and writers particularly, we spend most of our time on our own in a room, drawing or writing. So when we have the opportunity to go out and kind of see people, um, whether it's at the shops or in the, in, in the Dolby Cafe down the road, you know everyone. You walk in and literally, like, you know, you can nod and say hello to everyone or stop and have a chat. And, and that makes a real difference in your life. Whereas if you are living in London, it's a transient community. And even if you live in a community for 10 years, you don't know your neighbours because they're coming and going. Even if you're staying still, nobody else can afford to stay still. I, I lived in Hackney Wick for, for 12 years and my neighbours changed every three months because they couldn't afford to live there. Whereas the people I know down here in Margate are staying here and you know they're part of the community and you know they have families down here they've had, or they have family down here or they've lived down here for generations and, and people are proud of being from here and I really like that. You know, like, like I said, you know, my mum grew up here, and um, you know she's she's got very strong memories of the place. She lives in New Zealand now, but you know she still um, keeps in touch with a lot of her old friends. And I love the fact that um, for me, I first did you know comic you know read comics down here. Now I can actually make them, and uh, we're hoping that you know uh, you know other kids down here and stuff will actually start making books too, because uh, there's so many people down here who have so much talent, and uh, you know, we're hoping that by being down here making stuff, that you know we we can help inspire other people to do it as well. I'll shut up now. Well, I was going to say, before we go on Sunday, I ought to make it very clear that Rufus is not being sponsored by Thunic Council. <laughs> but it was a very good... Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, Rufus has the rub of it. Um, you work in comics, you don't have to be anywhere in particular, you know? Um, unless you want to be schmoozing with your publishers and move to New York or LA, which that's not for us. So. 
why wouldn't you move somewhere that has this um, liminal quality? It's always between two worlds. It's, it's uh, yes, there's the DFL thing, yes, there's the Eastern European thing, and there's all these kind of social, um, occasionally awkward issues around that actually make this place far better than it would be otherwise. You know, everybody uh, tries to get by. And it, weirdly enough, it, it feels more like London than any other place I've lived outside London, simply because there is this mixture of attitudes and ideals and people trying to be great in the sum of their parts rather than just looking at the differences that separate them all. And that's wonderful. So there's no reason I can't, you know, I, I write Star Wars, you know, I write bloody DC comics. Why would I have to be somewhere crazy and expensive to be doing those things. I can be sitting on a, on a gritty beach writing about explosions above Alderaan. That's, that's a wonderful thing to be able to say. Um, yeah, I, there's something about it that uh, encapsulates change, which accords somehow with creativity. It's, it's kind of perfect. Before we get to Kev, You've used the phrase, the thing twice now, and I've shown my ignorance. What's DFL? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Down from London. <laughs> I'm a DFL. Yeah. <laughs> so am I. Okay. Um, I just want to say that um, I've been at just about every artist studio in South London um, over about a 15, 20 year period. I'm finding that. You get they're getting rarer and rarer. It used to be old warehouses you'd have studio space in, but they're all getting turned into flats. And then more and more, I'm in Brixton at the moment, but I'm shortly moving to a place in Orpington, which is like way out in the suburbs. So being in an environment where they actually want artists rather than trying to chase them out is actually a good thing. I think. Do you, do, you, do, do the four of you see Margate becoming a nexus? For creativity, and again, you know, yeah. not just comics, but uh, okay, that answers that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it gives us the pace, sort of speed, and um, good sense of mind where we can actually sit there and create, because we're not worried about too much outside of that. That kind of makes sense. Yes, I know. So, you know, you can sit there and watch the sunset as you work. You know, it's not blotted out by skyline buildings or, again, as I say, if you freelance, you can go anywhere. So, as a lot of people are saying, down from London. Yeah, it, it, it's true. But you come, you come from the West Country, originally. I do. Yes. But my partner was chased out of, out of Dartford, basically, you couldn't afford to live there anymore. Chased out of Dartford. Yeah, a lot yeah. of people get chased out of Dartford. <laughs> yeah. so, it's a, it's yeah. a great album. Yeah, yeah, so you couldn't afford to be there, even working. You basically had to find somewhere you could actually afford to be. Right, so, so your, your move wasn't from the West Country to Margate, it was from, it was via Dartford. No, Mark was, my partner was from Dartford. Yeah. Then myself, I kind of followed across having bounced around the country and never found anywhere to settle. Right. And I feel perfectly at home here. Uh, I think it's because, well, being, being, being an artist, comics artist, is so accepted here. As there's other places I've lived, and it's been like, you're what? 
What's that? Oh. I will certainly say that you certainly look a lot less stressed than you did the last time I saw you, and the time before that, and the time before that. So. Yeah, much more relaxed and happy. Carry on with your work and skills. So, do you think that um, you know guys like yourself and the other studios that are around are are, draw, are are people being attracted here because there are people here who have sort of paved the way? And yeah, I I, I think that the reason that a lot of people have moved down here is because the people down here already are really lovely. Um, it, it's a nice. Genuinely, it's talking it, about the natives. Yeah, yeah. You know, local people in in, in Margate and in Thanet are—they're a good bunch. You know, they're, it's really good crack. You know, they—they're they're really chatty, uh, and, uh, and and like I said, everyone, everyone's just getting on with their own stuff. But the the, the great thing is, uh, you know, for people coming down, um, is that you can either contribute to that, or, or you know, live your, live in your own little bubble. I think the great thing is, is that a lot of the people who are moving down who are making art were parts of communities in London who got pushed out. And so by coming down here, they're actually pulling together and, um, and helping to make things, not only for themselves, but you know, hopefully for other people as well. But I, I really, I personally hate the idea that it's, it's people moving to Margate who are making it a good place. Margate is a good place, and always, it's always been an interesting place. It's, I, was, it's had, I was just thinking oh, from no, no, a creative no. Oh no, absolutely, yeah. But I, but I, I think from, from a creative point, I, I think one of its strengths has, has been is that it's always been welcoming one way or another to whoever turn, turns up, which is very much like any you know sort of neighbourhood in London. And uh, I, I think now a lot of artists have suddenly discovered it again, um, sort of generationally. So that there's like a new group of people arriving, and they're like, "Wow, this place is great!" And everyone else who's already done is like, "Yeah, we know. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for pointing that out." Um, but but that's no bad thing, you know. There are people who are turning up who are enthusiastic, and they have a new new enthusiasm and a new sense of purpose. And I certainly like a lot of my friends, comic book friends who uh, come down here, uh, like my friend Dave Elliott. He's fallen in love with the place. Um, Dave's still here. Dave um, spends spends his time between LA and Margate. He loves it, um, and uh, you know he, he's a south he's a South End boy, so he's just I love the seaside, and he loves fish and chips. So he. It's his perfect place. Um, and a lot of my other artist friends have come down to visit. And again, they, they love the sort of ambience of the place. They like the fact that it's, it's full of like, you know, really cool secondhand shops and, you know, and some really bizarre characters. You know, it, is a, it can be a bit Twin Peaks down here. So, uh, it's, and that's no bad thing. You know, I, I like the fact that you know, you'll be you know, walking down the street and a, and a guy will go past you and he's wearing fairy wings and he, he's, he's on a little you know, you know, mobility scooter. And nobody gives a shit, you know. It's just like, oh, it's the guy with the fairy wings, and it's, you know. But it, that's just that's just Monday morning for you, you know. And, you know, it's for me. It's 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 like a 2000 AD story, you know, every day where you know you just run into these bizarre characters, and I, I like that. I like characters, and more and more in London, we're running out of characters because all the character people are being driven out, and it's all these boring gen people who just, you know, work in big monolithic companies who've made London boring. And I'm, I'm really pleased to see that you know, a lot of those interesting people that I loved have found a home here, because um, the people who are already here are already pretty, pretty fabulous. And um, I think it's, it makes for a nice hybrid of a, of a community. So anyway, I, I do work without a council now, it would appear. So. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that um, when you, just by the, the simple mathematics of having a huge population, when you live in a big city like London, if you work in a particular field, you find yourself 
socializing in a sort of uh, deliberately ghettoized kind of way. So, you know, when I lived in London, if I was going out with geeks, they would all be comics geeks. And we'd all go out to the same pub and it'd be the same people over and over again. Whereas here, you go to the pub and you're sitting next to a guy who is a sound recordist, or a guy who runs a theatre, or a guy who makes maquettes for an animation, or whoever. A thousand different shapes, genders, colours, sizes of creative people. And the number of times you you realize, you know what, I've been describing myself as a comics writer, but actually I could do some stuff with that person. I could do some stuff with that person. And it's very freeing to start seeing the world in terms of uh, creative opportunities rather than comic book opportunities. And that's what you get in a small community of co-supporting creative people. Well, I'm sold. I'm going to say it's just one I was just thinking as you were talking there, Sally, that um, you know I made the comparison to Brighton, but to be honest with you, I'm actually seeing more parallels with San Francisco in the late '60s, in that it, you know everybody was doing their own thing, but coming together in this boiling, boiling point, this uh, melting pot, yep. and, and you, you think that. that I think it's a, yeah, I mean, we're obviously not quite as big as no. San Fran, but yeah, it's a, it's a good comparison. And um, to be fair to myself, I have been far too busy to take advantage of all of these uh, exciting cross-pollinations, but my wife, who is a graphic designer, has more opportunities to work down here than she ever had just by bumping into people in coffee shops. Um, so it's something I'm keen to exploit as soon as I've got a bit more time on my plate. But yeah, it's... it's um, it's energizing to be around so many people who just want to talk to you because you're a creative guy. Let's talk. It's, it's good. Okay. Come summer, there's a lot. There's a huge influx of people. How does that affect the ambience, the atmosphere, your ability to cope? <laughs> Anyone? Right. Oh, so it, it's great. It's it's actually really relaxing and nice just watching everyone flood around the beach. Uh, everyone, you know, such good spirit, having fun. It's creatively, it's very, very uplifting to actually be part of that. Yeah, I hate crowds. So. <laughs> well, it's, it's not a crowd that's, I don't know how to put it, um, making you feel a bit claustrophobic or anything like that. Not like that last Olympia that you and I met at. Gosh, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, but actually very, very freeing because people have the space to run around, be happy, enjoy themselves. And, yeah. Creatively, it's like you go down the beach and you come back and it's like you've got a new fresh breath of life that you're now putting into your work. That makes sense. Yeah, no, no, I could do with the battery recharge, maybe I'll try it. Yeah. <laughs> Rufus. Um, yeah, I mean, for, for me during the summer here, it's brilliant. I mean, uh, it's a bit like Mad Magazine, in, in that, you, you, know, the, you know how in uh, Mad Magazine they have, they have you know, the massive pictures with like 10,000 people all doing kind of mental things. And, and it is, you know, you'll have like, you know, the, the kid with the 99 stuck to his face and, and uh, someone screaming at the kid who's swum too far out. And it's. 
it, it, it is it is brilliant because it is it gets pretty bonkers and there's there's always you know the the family who've managed to not put any sun cream on and have got burned in the most unpleasant places and it's like every sort of bad archetype of English summertime in one tiny place and it, it, it's kind of charming in its own mental way uh, I mean where where I live um, uh, where I've just moved to is, is just right down in the middle of old town so uh, I mean it's it's kind of like ground zero for, for tourists, and and but it's just really lovely because everyone's just wandering around, and they really love the town. Uh, for us working, it, it's really brilliant because um, often when I'm working on uh, when I'm actually because I, I draw comics, uh, when I'm actually laying out the pages, I'll just take a sketch pad and go and sit sit down somewhere, whether it's on on the Harbour Arm, uh, uh, down at the little lighthouse, um, uh, or go and sit actually up just very near here. Um, uh, on Fort Hill, and it's just really nice to just kind of sit there and sketch and work out, work out my layouts and just watch people go by because you just get so many different sorts of people and it's just, it, it's like the Muppet Show, it's brilliant. So it's, I, I just, I, I love the mentalness of it, it and you know, it, in the evenings as well, it is like something from like a kind of like 1960s comedy because you have some of these people running around just being completely... Do they have naughty handkerchiefs on their heads? They really do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's brilliant, and it's just um, but there's there's something for everyone, and it's just uh, and because it's such a small place, um, it's it you know you, you, you do you, you can just kind of sit there and watch it all go by, and uh, for someone like myself who I, I do very detailed work where I like to stick in a lot of jokes and a lot of kind of visual humour, and, and you know especially with the kind of like tango type stuff where it's 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 a lot to do with. English archetypes and, and, and just the, the people that we know. This is the perfect place for it because you literally see it on your doorstep. You know, uh, so all English life is here. It's you, I couldn't ask for more. <laughs> so uh, we didn't quite make it down here in time for last summer. We saw the very end of it, and I've never really been a summer guy. I was going to say I'm quite pale, but Rufus has, has always been <laughs> on that one. So uh, uh, the the tail end of the summer that we saw, the beauty is if you want crowds, there are crowds. If you don't want crowds, there are plenty of beaches where the tourists don't go. Um, so there's always somewhere where you can be, if not alone, then at least uh, alone enough that you can enjoy it, be introspective. And I'm, I'm all about the finding introspective places to sit and stare at the sea. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of uh, visual eye candy and craziness that goes on in the middle of the summer. We came in a lot of the visits we did that made us decide to come down here were, were during that spell. And, uh, <laughs> like there's there's uh, coachloads of churchgoers who come down on a Sunday, just for a Sunday afternoon from London, who just disgorge onto the beach and see them all sitting in, in little circles with their music playing. It's brilliant. There's just every, every sort of human being clustered in one place. Uh, yeah, I can imagine as an artist it's a lot of fun yeah. with the sketch. It's Okay, hey, do the big cheesy Bromley get crowded? Um, <laughs> no, the nearest thing to Bromley is we've got uh, the uh, Herne Hill of uh, Sweet Ball, <laughs> 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 Bridge. Um, but yeah, we, we come down fairly regularly in the summer. You know. we very, come down here, go to, then we'll go to Broadstairs and Ramsgate do the whole, whole thing. Right, anybody want to say anything else before we wrap it up? Plug for... For, uh... I was going to say, well, I, I do live and work locally. Um, I, I work at a studio called Bomb Box, which is just down there, Dane Park. 
and uh, we quite regularly have kind of um, uh, open studio events uh, where my, my partner and I will open up our studio so you can come around and see what we do. So if you do want to come and see us making art and uh, seeing original art and stuff, uh, we, we do post up on Instagram, Twitter and, and Facebook when, when these events happen and uh, you'd be very welcome to turn up because uh, I, I think it's important to see how people do things and, and, and where they do it because uh, when I was growing up I didn't know any artists so I, to me it was just something that dropped out of the sky so the opportunity I think to actually kind of go and actually see where people do it is, is kind of important so um, we're hoping that local people will kind of take advantage of that and you know, bring their kids down and go look see you, you, can, you can make money drawing silly shit so. <laughs> alright um, yeah, yeah which can I was just about to say any questions um, you were talking about um, the tone the pace of Margate and uh, of the area. Have you found that that actually has affected your, not only the, um, the pace that you work, but also the actual output and the actual tone of the stuff? Because, I mean, obviously with Sign, you're dealing, like you say, with stuff like Star Wars and big, e epic, expansive stuff. But you're writing it here in this very <laughs> tranquil, a s slightly slower um, paced area. As you found, of, of all of you, have you found that it's affected the way that you work and also the work that you do? Uh, not yet. I, I, <laughs> I fully expect that to be the case looking ahead. Uh, it's not been long enough for me that I've been able to, for, for instance, to, to give you a slightly further answer, I arrived with a full slate of books and I still have a full slate of books. And so the opportunity to go, you know what, I'm really obsessed by that corner of market, I want to tell a story about that, has not presented itself. But I would be lying if I didn't say that by wandering around I've been thinking, you know, like for instance, you go to the Shell Grotto, there's anybody locals been down the Shell Grotto, that's, I just got a, an amazing gig uh, we're resurrecting Neil Gaiman's Sandman, right? I'm writing one of the titles of the Sandman, the new Sandman universe. You go and spend half a day in Shell Grotto, and you're like, oh, I'll be mentioning that at some point. So there will be actual things that, that appear. But for me, the biggest takeaway so far has just been, while my workload has not decreased, while I'm still tearing my hair out and being horribly stressed, I'm significantly less so living here than I would be if I was still amidst the hustle and bustle. I, I think for me drawing stuff, yeah, I, I definitely um, stick a lot of reference to Margate in my work. I mean, uh, even, even if I'm doing like a, a convention poster or something, I'll, I'll often have like Tank Girl with a you know Margate Surf Club or something hat on or something. Or, um, and I tend to hide locals in um, in my work as well. So I, I just finished a, a series called Bad Company for 2008, and a couple of the bad guys who get who get shot are local guys I know who. Who basically we eat breakfast in the same greasy spoon, and um, and one of them said, "We stripped you in the comic." Okay, so 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 he got killed by Kano, the the main guy in, in Bad Company, and and it's it's fun being able to do stuff like that because you know he he had been a 2008 reader since he was a kid, and he finally got to be 2018 killed by a main character. So, <laughs> do you so find do you find your work metabolism has changed? Has it slowed? Uh, it's it's weird. Like I moved to Berlin to to find because I've been living in London for years and I just, I just wanted to change. So I moved to Berlin um, and, and lived there for two years with, with my partner Claire who's in the room. Uh, and uh, we, we moved there to hang out with other artists and it was like, this is Berlin, this is where Bowie and Iggy went to make great art. 
And instead, I met a bunch of dossers who took way too many drugs and just didn't do anything. Because in Berlin, you go there to party. And that's, I was there to work. I made a terrible, terrible error. Everyone else I met was high as a kite, having a great time. But they were all dancing to their own techno beat. And um, I was fairly despondent about this because I was expecting to meet a lot of people who'd moved there and, and be, become part of the big art community. I then came back over to Margate to visit my best friends who, who just moved down here with their son and ran into a bunch of people I knew. And, and within, a, within two days of visiting, I felt like I'd achieved much more than I had done in two years in, in Berlin. So when I first proposed to my partner Claire that we move here, she almost punched me in the face, maybe to say, because she's from a small town in Scotland, so the last thing she wanted to do was move to a small town in Kent from Berlin, which, you know, it's, I think for her it didn't have quite the same cool kudos. Um, but as soon as we moved here, for her as well, um, she, she's also an artist, um, she's a ceramicist. Um, both of us found so many artists, so many um, writers, uh, um, artists, musicians, and, and, and just like I said, so many really cool local people that we've, we've come to be our friends, that, um, yeah, we have so much of a better standard of life than we did in Berlin, because in Berlin we were always stressed. It was like living in London or New York or something. It was just, you're stressed, you don't know your neighbors terribly well, we had to commute to work. Whereas here, we, we walk down the road to our art studio, and then we're like, let's go for a walk on the beach. And it's just, it's perfect. It's really, really lovely. Even on what people would call a crappy day here. It's like the sky here is amazing. I mean, that's why Turner came down here to paint. It's like, it doesn't matter what time of the day it is, the sky is just glorious. And in the evenings here, it's just this huge, big, bruised cocktail. And you just go and sit down at the front, and everyone just goes and sits on the harbor arm on the roof with, with a beer. And everyone's just sitting there, like, yeah, this is, this is pretty bloody brilliant. And you can just see why people move down here. It's, it's a really lush place. And like I said, the people here are really, really kind. Everyone you meet is really, really welcoming. Uh, and I think especially after being in Berlin, where Germans are known for many things, but um, friendliness and kindness to strangers is not perhaps their, their, their core skill. <laughs> Social skills is not their strong point. Yeah, it's, as their neighbors found out, to their detriment. Um, so uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know what I was expecting, but Berlin wasn't quite the cultural experience I'd hoped it would be. I, I, I had a very romantic vision of it. And ironically, all those things I wanted, I found in Margate. Yeah. Okay. Um, finish it off. Uh, yeah, you're okay, basically. Kev, Cy, Rufus, Kirsty, thank you very much. And thank, thank you. you as well. Thank you.